It's the story of two lovely pochas who were brought up in a very complex world. One has skin just like Coco, brown and pretty. The other one's got curls. Till the one day that these pochas got together, they started talking about their pocha strife. They decided that they would start a podcast so we could hear about the Pocha life, the Pocha life, the Pocha life, so we could hear all about the Pocha life. Welcome to the Pocha podcast at the intersection of brown pride and assimilation. I'm Kat. I'm Charlene. And this is Episodio 21. All the December, all the time. Because really, (laughs) we're almost done with 2020, and we're clawing our way out. And it's your birthday month. Yes, it's my birthday month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I got some great stuff. Like, I really did. I love that Wonder Woman toaster and (gasps) the bougie coffee maker. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Very welcome. And then I got a Nerdalicious thing from our executive producer. So when we go on our hikes, we go on our hikes uh, every Saturday up a mountain Mm-hmm. here in our area and I have like a little fanny pack yes mm-hmm. 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 Um, I have this waste pack that carries two bottles of water and it, I also carry like a first aid kit and bandages because I'm accident prone and that kind of thing <laughs> so I've had this literally since 2001 wow and it was time it was time to replace mm-hmm. it and put it to bed so I got an upgrade wow for that Upgraded fanny pack. An upgraded fanny pack. You make it sound. <laughs> you make it sound like I'm 60 going to Vegas. I mean, I mean, if the fanny pack fits. <laughs> and I'm now 70. Thank you. Yes. So this is episodio 21. And Charlene, what's, what are we gonna mash up about today? Oh my gosh, I'm excited to talk about. Uh, we would not be the Bota podcast if we didn't talk about the Netflix series about selena a hundred percent yeah and we know people are already talking about it people have been talking about it. it's been talked about to death we gotta talk about it uh, we are the qualified ones to talk uh, about it everyone else should sh- yes. give us a minute agreed uh we are also going to be talking about something called the freak tree i so i know what it is and i'm excited to talk about it and mm-hmm. i have a, i have surprises for that one. Oh. Hmm. okay freak tree we're gonna be talking about freak tree and we're going to play a little game. <laughs> we are, some of you might have seen ads for, or may own, uh, the game Tragos. And we have seen, we, we you know what, Facebook ad, they got us. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I, pur- uh, I made the purchase. We're going to play a little Tragos. Yes. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for Que Hay de Nuevo, which is a short game of Tragos. Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, I am so ready for this. Mm-hmm. Let's talk Selena. <gasps> Let's talk Selena, Cat. Can we just get out of the way the one, like, thing that really, really about this show? There's a lot of great things about this show. Yeah, okay. The worst thing about this show oh. is the fucking wigs. <laughs> okay. They are not spot on. Okay. Not. Like, you can tell who's wearing a wig. Mm. You can tell. Like, the guys in the band? Like the guys in the band, mm. like the mom, Pobrecita Mousy's got. Mousy, la Mousy. And, yeah, and Selena. And some, Selena. Of, some of the wigs that she had for the short hair, mm. it, or they're not good. But, you know what, I, know, I understand. Uh, we have done a movie in our work life. Mm-hmm. We know that movies are incredibly expensive. Mm-hmm. And if at the bottom line there's a couple things that you need to make up for, <laughs> wigs are that might be one of them. <laughs> wigs number 742 <laughs> on the list of shit we're spending money on. I'm right. so sorry. Costume, find something else. But overall, what do you think about it? Well, I thought that you were going to say the worst thing about this the whole series is it's like the fucking titanic you know what's gonna happen so you can't get too invested in the character you cannot fall in love you cannot be because you fucking know your heart is on the line because the ship's gonna fucking sink so i'm i find myself like my protectors are up i can't fully commit that's where i'm at with it (laughs) okay i'm i'm not 
I'm not as picky about that part of it because there's a lot of things that we watch where we're like, oh, but she's going to die because we all know what's going to happen, especially period pieces, right? You Fair. know what happens with all of, you know, Fair. the kings, the queens, you know, all of those kinds but of things. But it's Selena. It is, speaking of queen, it is Selena. Yeah. And so you're right. Like being so, so invested and in wanting her to succeed and you know that that point is going to come where mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God, she's gaining momentum. She's getting her gold record, all of the things. And mm-hmm. you just know what's mm-hmm. going to happen in the end. Yeah. Um, and I think, so there's probably going to be some spoiler alerts if you don't already, if you're not already aware of this point. If you're seven <laughs> and for some reason your parents let you listen to Bota podcast or you've been living under a rock for the last, I don't know, since If you haven't binged it, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. But um, yeah. so one of the first precursors of that is when there's the the phone call to um, Yolanda. Mm. Like that was one of the first ones where I was like, Oh, there it is. Like <clears throat> That's where the Titanic the alarm goes off in my head. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. But other than that, what are you how what were your feelers on this? So much. Okay. So just we hear about Selena, we talk about Selena, but I had to back it up a tiny bit and just for context, you know, she was murdered in nineteen ninety five. Mm-hmm. So I was a junior 20, in high school. Twenty five years ago now. Crazy yeah. town. Mm-hmm. I remember and we've talked about this, I remember when it came out on the radio that she had passed away. I remember where I was, who I was with, all of that. And um, it was just before her 24th birthday, so she was very young. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tejano star, pop icon, Latina diosa, all of that. And then the Selena movie came out starring J-Lo in 1997. So I didn't realize that between her death and that film was such a short time period. Right. But only a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then now Netflix is like, ta-da, Selena the series. Yeah. Um, My first thought was I watched the whole series. Um, I thought it was going to be like a mini series where it was the whole of her life all in that whatever eight episodes or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Um, So when it ended, I was like, the fuck? You just left Chris standing outside of the bus? Like, (laughs) that's where we leave? What? So that. Um, And otherwise, I watched it. I... I like the nostalgia that it brings back for me. Um, I liked Tejano music at that time. Mm-hmm. I liked Selena. I liked some of the other groups that were popular at that time. I was in a, this is bizarre, but I was in um, a relationship with someone whose aunt was a musical performer and she played Tejano. And oh. so we were in those circles of places that Selena would play or whatever um, after she passed. And so it felt very nostalgic for me to see some of that. And even just some of the ways, uh, there was one scene where she was a little girl and she was catching fireflies. And I remember visiting my cousins who lived in Harlingen at the time. And it was the first time I saw fireflies and it brought wow. that back for me because fireflies are magical. If you've never, I mean, in New Mexico, we don't have fireflies. I saw a firefly. It was like a fair, it was like Tinkerbell existed. It was pure magic. So it brought a lot of that back for me. Um, and then I have a lot of other thoughts, but what was your initial feeling? So I was excited to see it. No doubt. Because anything Selena is like, oh my god, those, yes. Um, I wasn't surprised that there was, it was a two-parter. I had mm-hmm. I had looked up the cast and it, it said part one and part two. But mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. looking for, huh, spoilers, even though we know where the story goes. <laughs> um, I think I was, what most surprised me was just the kind of god complexy thing with the dad. Ooh, yeah. That we Part. saw that in the movie. Sure. But now we're seeing it so much more. And um, yeah, that part I was like, oh, you know, I could have done well without that. I would have wanted to see things more mm-hmm. from her perspective. Sure. Um, but I did appreciate, and you kind of made, <laughs> you kind of made the point. I was like, wow, I'm learning so much more about uh, her sister, Suzette. Mm. And you were like, well, pues, duh, she's an executive producer. <laughs> what about me? <laughs> um, and actually, I think of all the characters, her, the person who plays her does the best acting. Hmm. Okay. Of all of the pieces out there. Um, 
So I'm, I'm appreciating mm-hmm. getting a little bit deeper, not that I didn't know her roots or anything, but getting to see some, some different aspects of on the road and the familiness of it and um, a, the side of AB that I really mm. didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Right. With the baby mama? With the baby mama, with, you know, and even today when I when I was like, well, what's he doing now? And then it's like, oh, well, 10 babies later or a dozen oh, babies later. Yeah. So I'm, I am getting to see the pressure that was put on him that I didn't anticipate really. Mm-hmm. Like I did, I kind of did get that vibe from the from the dad from the movie. But anyway. Um, yeah. And the other thing is, <laughs> well, was Chris, they really did him dirty. Oh, like damn mm-hmm. <laughs> oh I feel bad for this guy yeah pobre. and I he know. can't even he doesn't even have an ability to to s- I mean I suppose he can write an, a bio not autobiography but mm-hmm. what uh, opportunities has he had to be able to have a voice and how he is portrayed the relationship is portrayed because I'm sure a lot of those moments weren't something that she maybe had a journal about these are right. things that they had to make they up. perceived yeah how they perceived the relationship or whatever yeah I yeah so yes I was excited to see it because you're right anything Selena and and this is a thing right I mean Selena is a diosa for a lot of people um and people can't get enough of her like we've talked about the mac makeup line mm-hmm. that was it sold out in I don't know like two minutes or some ridiculous thing sold out couldn't get your hands on it um everybody and their mom including forever 21 making Selena shirts because people can't get enough Mm -hmm. right it was that fire put out too soon kind of thing that we we can now romanticize even a little bit yeah and so I I came across this article that was in Bazaar and it's written by a person named Vanessa Angelica Villarreal Mm. fascinating it it made my head spin reading this article about the series and this woman is from uh from texas grew up as an immigrant daughter of immigrants anyways um knows that culture very well like that tejano texas culture and she is saying basically that this is just further capitalization on Selena's death. Absolutely, yeah. Which, yes, we could <clears throat> totally see that. She also goes in to talk about how we have, and, and my words, not hers, but we've romanticized it to the point of pulling it on the spectrum closer to dominant culture, closer to whiteness, by making the lead actress thinner lighter skinned finer features that would be more associated with white culture dominant culture Um, when she's not on stage her clothing is very baggy very desexualized like making her more innocent like the little girl that we can all like that Virgen complex kind of thing that we can relate to as this dominant culture idea of what a woman should be versus um, her talking about black culture a lot. And they bring that up. She says, Whitney was my inspiration, Gladys Knight, um, Gloria Gaynor. Um, she talks about Jody Watley, you know, Janet Jackson. These are my inspirations for clothing, for music, whatever. And this woman is saying she all, not only did she borrow from black culture, she cited it. Like she was woke without knowing what woke was. And they take that away and make it just like, oh, I just want to be popular and quote unquote crossover because that's closer to whiteness. Right. They're making her more palatable making her more palatable as we have this space of 25 years to forget about what was really going on so it just it was read the article for sure it came it just came out like december 10th in bazaar look it up if you haven't read it but it was it made me think um it it's yeah I think I felt that without reading it because when I was watching it, I was like, 
wow, this push for an English language, almost like they didn't want to embrace the Tejano side, almost as if, oh, we just have to do this in order to... To get enough money to go over. To go over. Mm-hmm. And um, and there, there is a mention of the, you know, she didn't, she didn't know Spanish growing up. She had to learn Spanish to sing the songs and to want to be able to participate in article or interviews and not... Mm-hmm look the flip side pocha sure. to her to her cultura and it just it puts an emphasis in a way that we as pochas see or can see that highlights the assimilation factor even of an immigrant family so mm-hmm. yes we see her father saying oh m- my family is from mexico and we came here but it's almost as if He's shrugged that off to the point of, but, like, yes, we came here, but. Yes. And that's something that we see because we have been there. We have done it. That's our parents or our family. That's some aspect of, of who and where we are, especially here in the borderlands. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do want to read that article that's because so I think it it's saying things that I was seeing without really being able to put put that puzzle together this journalist articulated my deepest thoughts that i couldn't even get out of my mouth one of the things and i'll i'll quote this one and then i will move on but she says black and latinx cultures are next door neighbors with porous borders inextricable in their relation it's the texas i know selena's texas and one that continues to go unseen the erasure of blackness and cultural specificity in the name of mass appeal mm-hmm so good and I you know I lived for a little while in Austin um in South Austin and that blend of black and Latino and Chicano and immigrant only Spanish speaking all of those cultures and the blend was so rich and and that inextricable it was we were neighbors literally I was literally neighbors with the paletero, the cholos on the corner, the Mexican neighbors with the life-size virgen and like the lime green house, like that was our hood. That's what it was. And that was missing from this. It was all about the crossover. It was, it, it didn't celebrate her, it didn't celebrate pocha as a culture, this mix, this in-between, this my brother knows Spanish well enough to write these songs, but I have to learn it so I can go on Johnny Canales. And my grandmother was an immigrant and my people were indigenous, but I want to cross over because I also like the music and I feel it in my soul. All of that, it, it turned it into, she's this symbol of how we can be white, how we can be closer to whiteness. Oh, so, so many things going on in my head right now, totally just about that article. And uh, I think... The other thing in my brain that is speaking to this, making her palatable, mm-hmm. is the downplay of her and the family's religion, like making that yeah. aspect of her more palatable as well. Mm-hmm. And, 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 going, and part of that culture, part of that, the dad being very controlling over her not just her image because it was about more than that he was controlling about her being innocent Mm -hmm. and about her not being sexual and about her not having desires about her being this pure it was a very paternalistic father as opposed to maybe he wasn't being paternalistic mm-hmm. so much as that was part of the religion was to have yep. this purity and 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 but to make it palatable again right you erase that part and make him a, mm-hmm. a good dad right a good dad right they were super generous with the actor who played him agreed super generous agreed and i say this knowing that if there's ever a movie made out of the bocha podcast i want them to be super generous about who they pick (laughs) hell yeah salma hayek if you're available please um and 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 yes to this article and i loved it and it made a lot of great points about how selena may have been on the cusp of all this wokeness right but in fairness i think about too she was 23 Mm -hmm. at the time of her death she was 23 at the time of her death and 
94 was probably in the classic rap era or yeah classic rap era that was the year yeah that a lot of great things so like hip-hop was really 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 rap and hip-hop were really making it big in the early 90s and you cannot deny that influence absolutely um one of my favorite things about the show though is they got that time frame or the periods in there with clothing they got that (laughs) shit right they got that shit down right the mom jeans, the Reeboks, oh. the track suits. Yes. Uh, so I had to even point out to the girls, like, look, mom jeans are making a comeback. Mm-hmm. They, this is what mm-hmm. they, this is their foremother. Um, uh, if I remember correctly, one of them asked, can I have one of those track suits? Like, no. <laughs> Maybe my mom might have one in her closet stashed away. We'll see. Oh, I used to love a good track suit. But I think that they got, whoever their set designer is and the mm-hmm. costume person, minus the they got the, mm. the, the era spot on. I like that. You know what? You know who I loved the appearance by? Luis Bordonada <laughs> as Johnny Canales. Because Johnny Canales was a thing in my grandparents' house for sure growing up. You got it. My grandpa eso. would say eso. My grandpa would say it. It was a th- My tios would say it. it was a thing growing up. So to see Johnny Canales um, and specifically played by Luis Bordonada, which loved 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 that part of it who's from el paso from el paso he's a he's a um a vet from um, the military he's done a lot of great like once you see who he is and Mm -hmm. how well he can um he can oh what is that word he can be a good chameleon with whatever chameleons yes whatever um character that he plays it's like oh my gatos and he is, mm-hmm. and he is such genuinely a nice guy. Yes, genuinely a we, nice guy. We've both had the pleasure of meeting him, and and it made me so happy to see him get a piece in that, and and the piece that he got felt important to me too. So I loved it. And and I think it was it was important, and I think he remembered it and brought it back to life. Like yes. How many other how many other actors could you go out there and say like, do you know Johnny Canales, and can, do you think you can play this part? And he was like. Absolutely. I don't even have to watch old video. Word. Got it. Down. Loved that. Uh, so, big reflection. Are you going to watch part two? Fuck yes. What are you walking, whoa, what are you walking away with? So, yes, I'm going to watch part two. Absolutely. I don't care if I know where the t- Titanic is going. I don't care if they make <laughs> the dad Jesus. I'm pr- mm. I'll watch it again. Yeah. Uh, or not again, but I'll watch the second part. Yeah. Um, in part because it's Selena, but also there's like this, um, almost like a a concert or a video factor to it. Like you're Mm. in part watching an MTV video of the, of some of the songs that you can sing along with. Yeah. So yes. Um, my big walk away though is I still love her. I still Mm. even wake up to this day, like, because I've been watching the show, the songs will play over and over in my head. I'll wake up thinking of a Selena song. And mm-hmm. that's so beautiful. That's something that I have missed mm-hmm. in the most recentness. Being able to feel her, being able to see her impact. Yeah. Just reliving all of that all over again. Even with even with the heartache, reliving how I used to sing with this gentleman who in our area is a mariachi singer. Mm. We used to sing at the, the top of our lungs, her songs in his car. Just reliving that is just beautiful. And I will watch part two for that, to continue that for myself, even if the wigs are bad. You? I will watch it because the nostalgia, exactly what you said. It takes me back to the music, to the emotions. I know I've talked about the best lyrics ever being um, Fleetwood Mac, but then I remembered Que Creyes, and I was like, oh, that's a breakup song for Mm -hmm. the ages how did I forget that was so good? Mm-hmm. So blasting that in my car for the last week, for sure, um, has brought back some really good stuff. One big takeaway for me, though, is we it could be our tagline on Pocha Podcast, representation matters. Mm-hmm. Are we so desperate to see ourselves in a light that gets attention in a in a way that is more than a stereotype are we so desperate for that that we will take mediocre representation and swoon on it that frustrates me and it it, it's leaving me to think on that point 
yes, that's something that is, there are, there are flaws in this show, no doubt. Not just, you know, the things that we watch or can pick out, but there are flaws in how we are represented. And that is something that I did, I was incredibly cognizant of because we watched every episode with, with, the, with the girls with us. Mm-hmm. And I sang to the songs and everything, but I also had to think like, that's not what she looked like. Yes. That is legit not what she looked like. Yeah. And I don't, hmm. The girls get to see themselves on shows all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't get to see myself on shows all the time. And granted, I am a light-skinned Latina, but being able to show a Selena or see a Selena or any, you know, autobiography that's uh, that's redone, to try to get it more accurate as possible would make me happier, even if the acting was less than stellar, because there is that aspect of the s- selling out in order to be palatable. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe selling out's kind of a harsh thing. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, this is 25 years in the making for sure. Suzette. This sure. is 25 years of heartbreak for Suzette and the family. Absolutely. Um, so I'm sure that trying to get this as spot on for them and their memory of her as possible is probably within the storyline. Yeah. But as a fan, being able to see the characterizations or just a better reflection of of us mm-hmm. I would have definitely appreciated a little bit more this is not to say that I, I'm walking away with it being like oh fuck no I I do like the show I yep. you know there's just there's so many facets to it that I'm like wow I you know I really didn't realize that they had like a complete ramfla of a van to be able to go from <laughs> one show to another right right they legit did come from your shoestrings yeah you know tying up. and re- you know so mad props to that yep yep agreed uh i'll i'll still watch it and um and because and i'm gonna be a little disappointed if we don't get the the cholo scene with the anything for selena's <laughs> because do you think we will no okay. we're not getting that we're not getting that no we're not getting potro, potro Spanish, Spanglish, and we're not getting the cholo. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It is what it is. Oh, okay. So what do you think they're going to do to Yolanda? Like, how are they going to portray oh, her? Are they going to do her dirty like they did Chris? Silver lining. Okay. At least there will be some retribution for pobrecita Lupe Ontiveros, who <laughs> someone else will be Yolanda Saldivar. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes. Oh, but I can't wait for that. Do you happen to know when that's going to... I don't. Okay. Things to look forward to. I know. It's going to be a surprise. Like, surprise. Surprise. It surprised me that it was even a thing. Me too. All of a sudden, I'm like, wait, what? Selena on Netflix? 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 Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I do have to put on my mom's Netflix. Yeah. To make sure that she watches it. Agreed. All right, from next leaks to like from something so beautiful, then we're gonna like shifty shifty on over to the freak tree. <laughs> the freak tree. This is how we work. It all comes together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the freak tree. Um, I have a freak tree. I was. It rep- sounds like a confession. I. It is a little bit, and I. I. My daughter. <laughs> so my daughter's on Zoom classes has been all year she's never been set foot inside a school building this year but her teacher is amazing a an angel amazing she on Fridays the kids get to talk about and do little games and do different things that are still learning based but they have fun right and so this last Friday they were she was saying if any if anyone has their Christmas tree up or any holiday decoration that they would like to share you can take your video over to the decoration and share with with the family so my daughter's like yes we have christmas trees we have christmas trees yes how many four four you have four christmas trees yes four christmas trees are do any of them have themes the teacher asks and her voice shifts immediately and i'm in the other room (laughs) working right and i hear her voice like get really quiet she's like just one and the teacher's like oh well, what's the theme 
the freak tree. <laughs> she was like so embarrassed. Uh, so we have this one Christmas tree in our house that's kind of small. I mean, it's a small tree, maybe like two feet tall and maybe bigger, maybe three feet tall. I don't know. I'm bad at measurement <laughs> and directions. <laughs> this is the straight girl saying this. I'm just going to point that totally. out. Okay, keep going. <laughs> um, and it has this really good backstory. I had a really bad year several years ago. I was going through a horrible divorce and I had just moved back to New Mexico from Texas and life was just freaking hard. I'd lost a bunch of weight, which I'm a small person anyway, so losing a bunch of weight was just not a good thing. It was just, it was a bad deal. And I was very depressed. Um, I had a, <laughs> the teacher that I shared a classroom with walked in one day and we had like a supply closet where all the construction paper and other crap was mm-hmm. she walked in and i was on the floor crying and she was like oh i just okay walked out closed the door, like what the fuck i don't even know what to do right now oh my god and it's like i knew her well so it, it was just it was bad so christmas time rolls around and our one of the social workers at school was like well, are you going to put up a little Christmas tree? Because I'm living by myself now. And it was it was just hard, you know? And she's like, are you going to put up a Christmas tree? I was like, no. Fuck, no, I'm not celebrating shit. No. I'm pissed. I'm depressed. I don't want to be happy. I don't want anybody else to be happy. You know, just... All the things. All the things. So a couple days later, she brings me this fucking tree. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is that? She's like, it's a tree for your house. I don't, I, did you not hear me? I don't want a tree for my house. I'm not putting up a tree at my damn house. No. Christmas is canceled. No. And she's like, well, I just think, you know, it, and she's being all, I'm, I'm sure she said all kinds of good counseling, social worker bullshit that, mm-hmm. you know, she's been trained to say. And also she's just a caring, good person. She's from Canada. That's what they do. A. Mm-hmm. A. So fine. She's just a good person. Whatever. It's like, Whatever. I was like, fine, I'm going to take the tree to my house. And it already had lights. It was pre-lit. So I just had to plug it in. Fine, but I'm only putting ugly things on it. <laughs> I will only put weird, ugly things on this tree. It's just like, whatever you got to do. So somehow or another, I started collecting weird, ugly things to put on this tree. Like a set of handmade wool eyeballs that hang separately from each other (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) also i have a hand painted do you remember that show true blood yes do you remember the vampire eric yes it's a hand painted ornament with eric on it um there's also a zombie toe like a cut off severed toe um and it has mistletoe on it mistletoe So it still has ugly, (laughs) weird shit on it, and I put it up every year, and when I do now, I mean, and as, obviously, I'm remarried, I have a beautiful family, my life is amazing, my relationship is, I love my husband to pieces, I really do, he's the best, and it reminds me, though, that, like, you can, I mean, a lot of those cliche things come to mind, fake it till you make it making lemonade out of lemons, all of that. It's sometimes you got to just take what you're given and make the best of it. So every year, and I try to buy, I try to buy ornaments for the freak tree. This year I got, um, I got a little figurine that's 11 from Stranger Things. Oh, uh uh-huh. And she's got the bald head and a little bit of blood coming out of her (laughs) nose. (laughs) So, so I was just going to ask that. I was, I was going to ask if you keep adding to it. I do. But also what are the qualifications? So, because there's a vampire there's a, a toe there's eyeballs mm-hmm. what what constitutes freak for this freak tree so there are some weird ornaments that people would put on their regular tree okay. right like my sister-in-law collects glass ornaments and she just got a glass syringe that says botox on it <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty funny like you know that could go on the freak tree possibly but you have to ask yourself is it weird or does it go on the freak tree like it's a misfit it doesn't belong there this would not evoke joy if it was sitting by itself 
hanging in a window. Someone would not say, <laughs> the Christmas spirit has hit me in the soul. Where's Tiny Tim? None of that would happen if you saw it in isolation. So if if Bocha listeners find something, can yes. they like can they send, s- send, send you a, a link or yes. picture or the things? Yes. What if we wanted to add something to the tree? Yes. D- does it have to go through the 10-point inspection and... I mean, even I if think it's you, not an ornament per se, I think you just got to feel it. Like, yeah, that definitely goes in the freak tree, or it doesn't. Okay, I might have something to oh, add. <laughs> Good, you're pulling something out of your pocket, and I'm terrified. <laughs> I have held on to this. <laughs> I have held on to this figurine for God knows how long, and wow. I'm like, I think this should go on her weird Where tree. Are his arms. I don't know. Oh. That's the best part. So what it is is, well, you explain what it is. It's definitely Chewbacca, um, but somehow he's got severed arms. And <laughs> so he's got severed arms, but um, he does have his shoulders up to like let's say m- mid bicep, mid bicep, yeah. with a little bit of a sharp edge. Yeah, to his arms, but it it looks as if because of the way that the Chewbacca is made. Mm-hmm. At the joint area yeah. where the rest of his forearm would be, those mm-hmm. were just ripped off. Yeah. Oh, so. this is definitely this definitely okay. goes on the. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't have a hook. I don't know how. I was thinking about how I would put the hook in, but. Well, I think we'll just figure that out. You know? I, I wanted to see if that would make the cut. Oh, he makes the cut. <laughs> Severed arm Chewbacca. So Chewy. On a random one day thing, I was at a, a thrift store here in town. And I was looking for some action figures for a completely different story. (laughs) I found a bag that I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of what I'm looking for. And it was a bag of just like mismatched things. There Mm -hmm. was like a dinosaur and there was a, not a transformer, but something close to that, like a robot-y thing, a couple wrestlers. And then I saw like Chewbacca's feet and I was like, oh, cool, like a Star Wars figurine, great. I got it home and I opened up and I was like, the fuck you say? Who is that? Who even gave this away and didn't just toss it? But it came into my life for a reason. So I've one man's trash is another man's freak tree ornament. That is correct. So I'm, I'm happy to Thank you. add to the collection. So, oh, his head moves a little. Have you known anyone else to have a tree like this? No. That's just like the oddball. No. No. Mm-mm. You are that unique. <laughs> At I mean, least, I mean, in my life, you are that unique. You're the first one where I've, I've been like, the fuck is she putting on them? <laughs> like, I'm not big on Christmas, but you take the cake. <laughs> That's what I thought when I first saw your tree. Yeah, I, and it had, I mean, it's the story. And it's all about, I, I mean, it's about so many things. It's about making the most of what you have, absolutely. But, and, and about misfits and how you can find your people. You know, they have a whole tree because... There's other ones of them that belong together, and that's fine. And also, there was a poor, sweet social worker whose training taught her that I may be in danger if she didn't, <laughs> if she didn't bring me some joy through a, an artificial pre-lit tree. So different people in those kinds of situations would have thrown the tree away, given it away, put it up and done nothing you really did take it and utilize it to the best of your personality I did but the fact that you kept doing it like okay one year ha 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 and then every year after and it adding on and and that it goes up in your house every <laughs> holiday your family is perfectly normal to this <laughs> oh yeah where's the freak tree oh wait this one goes on the freak tree pulling shit out of boxes that one's definitely for the freak tree Bowl of ramen? Yep, freak tree. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's that's hella love from your family. Not gonna lie, I think I think my mom would be like, "What are you doing?" Pobrecita, what does your mom? <laughs> what does your mom think of it? Oh, my, I do a lot of weird shit. My mom just doesn't really pay a whole It doesn't lot even phase her no, anymore. It's a phaser. And, wow. and you know, and and I think my family whether they know the depth of the reasoning or not they understand that i have coping skills for things and <laughs> that's um, an understatement 
<laughs> that's just that's just one of them. And I'm very big on things have meaning and and nostalgia is huge for me. I put a lot of value in tradition and history and memories and all of that. So that's that for me is a big symbol of shit can be really hard. And I haven't forgotten that it was hard, but I also gave it a chance and things got better and and they got way better in a lot of ways and sometimes things are still hard but they're not those same hard things so it's kind of a reminder and a lesson that you know shit can seem when you're in that depression and you're in that moment of darkness it's really hard to imagine there's a way out it's really hard to imagine the light at the end of the tunnel because you feel like yeah that's for other people not me and that just kind of reminds me like nope it's there like the light is there you just got to wait it out sometimes even when it's hard so when you wanted to bring this to the table because I don't have a freak tree myself that's weird I know but uh, to be fair if I had my way I would only have Krampus on a tree and leave just the one ornament that is mine that I expect on the tree but you know our executive producer would certainly not allow that to happen like I get it Christmas is different to her than it is to me Um, I don't need that much of ornamentation and what have you all this to say there are some people who in their depths and this is what I was thinking when you were like hey can we talk about the freak tree There are some people who are going through some shit this year. Some shit. And maybe this would be a way for them as well. Maybe not, I'm not saying like, oh, take Charlene's idea. I'm thinking like, maybe they already have this going on. They just didn't have a name to go with it. Mm -hmm. Like they deep down inside have that exterior of the pretty tree with the lights, but they also have this like, and I'm going through some shit. And mm-hmm. this is this tree exemplifies what I'm going through right now with all the weird or mm-hmm. ungraceful or <laughs> Botox needly type thing. <laughs> it it's true. It's like I'm I'm still a Christmas tree because I gotta be a Christmas tree out in the world. But if you look closely, then you start to see all the misfit, fucked up, not okay pieces of me that I, I'm sometimes hiding, I'm sometimes letting out because I don't have a choice, I'm sometimes covering up, like whatever's happening in that moment, um, but it all still has to be, right? Like I, I, well, that's not true, it doesn't have to be. I chose to still be, I chose to still get up and out, I chose to still move forward, whatever that meant that next day. So it just reminds me that, um, and yeah, people might be doing this. People might have their own little traditions that they're like, this is what I do the day before Christmas Eve because it's fucked up and I feel sad and I eat haagen and fried chicken and watch The Notebook. I don't know, like whatever God. your jam is. I don't know, <laughs> whatever you're doing. Especially this year. I know I had mentioned that before, but this year has really been yes. a work. Oh God, it's been a piece of shit in some ways, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe some people do need to pull a copycat Charlene and have have their own freak tree to do it. to manage to deal with this because it has been a lot, and dealing with their own their own brand of what twenty twenty brought them. So yeah, and I would love I would love to see other people's freak trees. If you're Hi. listening, if you're a listener, and you either don't have your own freak tree, but you got that one, you got that one ornament. <laughs> Or you got that one thing, like that one, whatever it is, to, that pers- personifies that that misfit part of you in Christmas. Mm-hmm. Please post it. Yes. And give Charlene ideas. <laughs> Maybe someone has a freak menorah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I want to see it. Absolutely, absolutely. I actually want your freak tree to grow so much so that it you <gasps> now need a full like, size. You need a full size because right, it's like a three or four footer, right? Like yeah, it's a yeah. Miniature. Well, we already talked about me and shh, shh, measurement. Shh, shh, shh. Yes. <laughs> Lucky my husband. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> and I'm the dirty one. I know. All right, you are listening to the Pocha Podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Charlene. And this is the time where we do a Que hay de Nuevo. 
And for this guy, then I'm oh, <laughs> No, so no, it's, you shouldn't be scared. It's, it's fun. <laughs> but first, we're going to have to do a little bit of a refill oh, okay. to do this game. So yes. Tragos is a game that you can get online. Mm-hmm. And it's a drinking game. So for those uh, individuals who do not imbibe, maybe you can do something else like take sips of café or... Eggnog. Or eggnog, whatever, <laughs> whatever it may be. Rompope. So the premise is there's, they have the carded version, right? Where you right. get sent a set of cards okay. and you are, it's, and it's, um, so the drinking game is very Latinx. Mm-hmm. Well, trago is like yes. a drink, right? Correct. Like a drink. So, so um, when I had originally seen the ad for this and I saw some of the cards that were like, take two sips if you can't, if you can start a story, but you can't finish it in Spanish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so those were all sold out. Like they, they weren't going to be able to make a new set. So I was like, fine, I'll just get the, the quarantine version, the quarantena version, oh, which is okay. all just downloadable. Um, but I didn't bring the whole stack because a lot of them, like you really do need several people to play. Sure. And there, cause there are some things that say like, everybody shouts a name of mm. your favorite so cartoon character. Okay. And if there's a repeat, the people who repeat it get to take ah, a sip. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I brought ones that would pertain to us <laughs> during our quarantena time. So this sounds very pocha. It's very pocha. It is. It's very pocha. Love it. So, a some mad props to Dragos for thinking of this because this is this is a fun experiment. I do want to try this with family over Christmas. Yes. Okay. And um, B. If you want to um, have your hand at it, they have a Spanish version, they have Ooh. like a, a mixed language version, and then of course they have the online version. Um, and with the online version, you just print those puppies out and you cut them up, which is so what I So you do. don't even have to worry about shipping because right now shipping is all crazy. Forget it if you didn't already order it. Yeah, no va a venir. Nobody's getting their shit. You can mail them, email them a picture of what you ordered because yeah, right. forget it. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, by the time you're listening to it, no, mm-hmm. you didn't make the cutoff. You didn't. So here's our first card. <laughs> and they're all sips. And I mean, most of them are sips. There's some that's like, okay, if you really were dumb, take this shot. But they're all sips in the hopes that, you know, we don't end up stinky on the floor. Oh, boy. Okay. So we'll just do, we'll do, a, you know, a couple handfuls Should of I these. Should I put the Uber on speed dial right now? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Uber. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. If you bought something online because you saw it on IG or TikTok, take three sips. Really? Not you? Hold on. I'm three sipping it. I'm, oh, well, you know what? Our whole pocha pics were <laughs> shit I saw on Instagram. This game was from what I saw on Instagram. So mm. it's a good thing. It's it's just one set of three sips for all of the purchases and not just okay. a three sip per purchase. Good, good. If you're super confused by how to greet people now, and you've ended up in a weird elbow kiss air hug, take two sips. God damn it. <laughs> you know, I, f- I kind of figured I'd be drunker than you at the end of this, but maybe you might have me beat. Mm. All right. I hope <clears throat> by now that, that uh, listeners have caught on, maybe they'll join in. Yes, join. Wait, let's pause for you to get a drink. Okay. okay. Take a sip for every time you've forgotten to wear your mask in the past week. Oh, I don't leave the house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and I are good on that one. All right. Did you take your sips as necessary? If you thought 2020 was going to be your year, take four sips <laughs> por payaso. <laughs> <sighs> I might have to ask Josh to carry you. <laughs> I'm that person. Every New Year's Eve, like, fuck yeah, next year we're going to do everything. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to get a promotion. I'm going to buy a unicorn. Fuck yeah. Not this year. If you're part of that population that overstocked on toilet paper and left none for everyone else, take a shot. <laughs> Not me. Not you. Oh, no. I was already figuring out ways like, well, shit. I can I can cut up strips of bed sheets if the, if all else fails or rub my ass on the carpet something. All right. If you've personally seen a Karen gone wild, take 3 sips. 
if your name is Karen and you're a decent Ooh. human being, give out three sips. Oh, that would be good. I'd, but no. Have I seen a Karen go wild? What does that mean? What do Karens do when they go wild? Plus, let me tigers? Speak to, let me speak to your manager. Or... Oh. Mm. No. Oh, I have, actually. I have seen a Karen. <laughs> God damn it. Well, now you got to tell. Was it yesterday? Mm-mm. <laughs> So, so I was at um, the co-op here in town. Mm-hmm. That's the headquarters for co- Karens. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all the Karens go to get their organic vegetables. That's the Las Cruces version of Whole Foods. Yes. Um, so I'm in there with my mask, doing my thing. I'm getting. I'm actually getting sage and Palo Santo. Mm. And this Karen comes in without a mask, and she stopped at the front because in our state. Mm-hmm. in that time well from that time frame going forward because this was early on mm. we were mask mandated in um yeah in stores so she comes in and starts making a big deal about how she is not gonna con- well first Stop. she asks she asks do i have to wear a mask to come in and and yes ma'am right. you do have yep. to have a mask we have some here for you because i'm at the checkout so i can hear this we have some here if you don't have one and she's like adamant and banging on the table like, I'm not going to be controlled by the governor. I'm not going to wear a mask. Everybody's a sheep. Oh. And I'm, she's like looking at me and I'm looking at her. And I promise you she's doing this because she wants a reaction. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're being foolish right now. She was waiting for you to let her go viral. Bust out your phone. Nope. Not I said the cat. I'm getting my Palo Santo. I'm getting my sage. <laughs> And I'm gonna say goodbye to your dumb ass. Start your own YouTube channel. Oh, oh poor lady, poor lady. If that's how you felt Everyone then. Everyone is a sheep. <laughs> I'm all. Did you Mah. go? <laughs> I should have. <laughs> all right, <laughs> this one. <laughs> oh God. This one I figured maybe you did, but I know in my house it was done. If you've done your hair and makeup out of boredom, take three sips. No. No, not oh, out that's, of boredom. Oh, that's been at my house like almost every day, and nails. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm not looking your way. <laughs> All right. Um, if you've been a pendeja or pendejo and waited in a long ass line to get into a store, take two sips. Hell no. <laughs> I don't even like going to the store. Hell, if I drive by and I see two people outside, I don't even know if they might just be talking to each other. I'm like, nope, fuck it. Keep driving. <laughs> Moving along. If you secretly want your kids to go back to school, take four sips. Here we go. I'm going to need another refill. Salud. Do you just take one long drink and count? Yes. Like, okay. We'll pretend I was counting. <clears throat> if you spent your stimulus check the same day you got it, take a shot. Mm. If you never got one, take three sips. Pobre. I know that this one does not pertain to both of us, but um, <laughs> but I wanted to put, I wanted to add this in okay. so that you can kind of see the range the range of this mm-hmm. drinking. If you traveled abroad during peak gua- quarantine, go stand in the corner for the rest of the game. <laughs> no more tragos for you. Just kidding. Take a shot though. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> All right. On the count of three. If I was playing those with my old friends, everybody would be in the corner. <laughs> I win. On the count of three, both of us are going to call out a Latino household item used to clean floors. If we have the same answer, we are safe. If not, we take three sips. Okay? Okay. One, two, three. Pine salt. <laughs> oh, what kind of fucking Mexican are you? What do you mean? Pine salt. No. Okay. How many fucking sips? Three. Oh. <laughs> Wish she's still going. I really am, and I need a refill. <laughs> okay, here. How are, pass you, it. how are you, pine, Team Pine Soul? I, I don't know. It was, it was a smell I grew up with. Are you judging me? I need to talk to your mom. I like that we got that sound too 
the microphone just by being here takes two sips. Yes. If you now work from home, but you still show up late, take two sips. Not me. Not me. I was wondering if that was you just on occasion. You're on every meeting with me. <laughs> you think I only show up late to the ones you're not on? <laughs> hey, sometimes I don't see you on the virtual meetings. You have something else going. So I kind of figured, oh, maybe she's like running a little late, but she has it on and is listening in the background as she's getting her bra on or whatever. Okay. One. Okay. If I'm on without video, but I'm on on time, that doesn't mean I'm late. Bra or no bra. <laughs> Number two, sometimes I need to show like fuck yous to the camera where people can't see it because I'm pissed off because I'm on a meeting. Fair. Thank you. If you've been needing some quality time away from your novia, novio, sneak in two sips. Hmm. Really? He's never home. Oh. (laughs) One of us may or may not have taken sips. (laughs) Maybe. If you're currently taking care of someone right now, salud. You can give out four sips to any players. If you're doing what? If you're taking care of someone right now. Like kids? Pues que si, kids, adults, See, monsters. if the last question would have been if you're tired of your kids, take drinks. <laughs> I've been taking drinks. You're taking drinks anyway? Well, it's because I'm taking care of kids. It says give out four sips to any players. Please, have four sips. I'm having four sips. Thank you. I've already had so many sips. I don't know what the questions are. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, yes, my partner and I have kids, but we don't, they're they're self-sufficient now. If I have to take care of that right now, then we would be in in deeper shit, probably. That's why I drink more than you. Except right now. You're killing it. You're killing it. Is there a winner to this game? Or like who doesn't pass out? Who doesn't pass out. Okay. If you've been eating more snacks than you ever have in your life, take two sips. Oh, Speaking of which, I got really delicious tamales today. Mm. They were so good. My mom, I don't, I don't know if that's a snack. That's I'll be how, right back. That's how bad I am. A tamale is now a snack, <laughs> not a meal. <laughs> I guess that's how bad I am. A tamale has always been a snack. <laughs> More than one, then you're looking at a meal. That's a meal. Oh, I like that. More than one is a meal. Add rice and beans, dinner. Yes. Done. All right. Give your best impression of Cardi B's coronavirus. Um, if we agree, <laughs> like if we, if I like yours and you like mine, then we are safe. <laughs> All right. Best, best Cardi B. Okay. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. That's all right. All right, go. Coronavirus! <laughs> Sorry, I should have warned people to turn their headphones down. We'll put a warning at the beginning. <laughs> All right. If you're overhearing las noticias, take three sips. Oh. Right? Can Done. we just drink the rest of this? I, I already did. Someone asked me the other day, With the work that we do, we have to be on top of a lot of issues, policy news, things. And someone was asking me, what's the latest on the government, you know, the the places that are shut down? And I said, honestly, I stopped watching two months in because it was overwhelming. Same. I just couldn't anymore. Mm -hmm. Even though I know it's important, I figure I'll just get the, (laughs) someone will tell me, my partner will tell me, a coworker will tell me, I can't anymore. I can't either. And I've discovered that knowing the numbers knowing the new whatever it's not going to change my behavior i'm doing what i can to be safe and to keep our family safe we're doing what we have to do to survive and pay bills and it's not going to change that knowing you know and i haven't had a haircut in a year so like it's not going to change oh that was one of the questions that i left behind i should have brought that no i haven't had a haircut in a year (laughs) can't you tell look at the dead ends it's always long, so I can't tell. And You're I'm, good. okay, I'm li- literally on Zoom videos with you. I can't tell if you have dead ends. That's because Zoom has a filter. Okay, fair enough. That's what I'm like, Google You know, they have, they have new filters on the Zoom that really, really, like you can add lipstick to it. Stop. I'm not kidding you. Why Go didn't into you tell the preferences. me this? Oh. What? It, this Wait was till new- Monday. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is a new feature to it. Like this has been in an update for like two weeks, maybe, maybe three. Is there a Selena filter? <laughs> there is not a Selena filter. But here's the detriment of it. So if you, for the lipstick one that I found out, because I was like, sure, I'll try it. And I tried it on a meeting that was outside work. <laughs> if you, let's say, drink coffee, now your coffee cup has <laughs> lipstick. Oh. So it, it, it just kind of like mm-hmm. where your lips are supposed to be. That's where the mark is. That's where the mark is. Wow. So FYI. All right. Try it out. If you don't always wash your hands like you're supposed to, take five sips por cochina. Not me. Not you. Not me either. My hands are super dry from all the water. My hands are very dry. It's kind of gross. They look like carne seca. <laughs> <laughs> Pinchy, take a couple sips for that. Just If your hands look lotion. like carne seca. <laughs> um, that one's going to be difficult. If you're re-watching old-ass novelas to stay entertained, take three sips. Mm-mm. All right. I'm still on new shit. If you now have a TikTok account out of boredom, take four sips. Still haven't done it. <clears throat> I'll come close by saying ever since the president had said um, <laughs> TikTok is banned from the U.S., I was like, well, I'm downloading it anyway. This is appealing suddenly. So I downloaded it, but I never created account an account <laughs> because I just wanted to spite him. I like that. Um, all right. Do so you this- still watch the things without creating an account? So when I hit on a link to that's a TikTok, it'll open up a web page. Mm. But I don't I don't have it open up in the app because I don't have like if I did op- if it did open up in an app, I would, would have to, to create, sign in. Yeah, it would have me right, create right. an account to see it. Okay, because people forward some funny shit that I can still watch. Yes, like that lady talking about the names of the kids. Wait, which one was that? The lady who's talking about. The Mexicans who name their kids white ass oh, names. Yes. And God, that was funny. I was crying. Like she's like, My cu- my son's name is Levi and my family calls him Pantalones. <laughs> <laughs> or my little cousin's name is Achilles and we call him Chilaquiles. <laughs> I try to show that to my husband, he was like I don't get it. Uh, why is that that's what does that mean? <laughs> I was like, Fine, I guess it's a Mexican thing. <laughs> Whatever. Just the reactions from that lady of laughing alone were hilarious. Oh my god, I was cry- I was cry laughing. It's so funny. Oh, we we need a we need to to post a link to that if we can because then people are going to be like, "What is this?" Yeah, it's so funny, and it, it reminded me when I first started teaching bilingual preschool in Austin, and all the my my dear dear friend Estela, who I miss and love, she was like what is with all these Mexicans naming their kids white-ass names? <laughs> Kevin! Ben! Kevin! <laughs> Marcos! Marcos! <laughs> Why? Why? Uh, because second-gen in assimilating. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Kevin. It happened in my family. Kathy. Charlene. Charlene. <laughs> Charlene. Okay, but to be fair, like... Gati and Catalina. Those are my grandmother always called me that Catalina, even though that's not my name. Like, right? Technically, that's not my name. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, absolutely, call me that. I I know I'm not in trouble when you call me that. It's fine, right? I'm mm-hmm. fine with it. So the last one is just okay. Last one. <sighs> uh, take the happiest selfie ever and tag us and five people you want to share with. So oh. we'll 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 do that. I like that. Because I hope everybody who was playing along can tag themselves as well. Yeah, this is a cute little game. I love it. I love the uh, mezcla of cultura. It's got all the all the pocha things. So this particular one was very specific to quarantine. Mm-hmm. In theory, you're meant to play like on Zoom or FaceTime or what have you um, with the downloaded cards. And the ones that we did were like maybe one third of the total cards that there were. Oh, nice. And it really is for a group of people. So mm-hmm. just two people playing, you know, not as much, but a whole group being able to play. And in theory, you could do this on a Zoom. Oh, people yeah. could be. And safely at home without a driver. Like you without don't have a to driver. Uber oh, oh, that's brilliant. Get in a car. Yeah, this is great. And then they do have the card game. That's the physical deck of cards. Okay. Their questions are a little bit different. So like I said, those are like if you 
if you can start a, a story and finish it in Spanish, mm. don't take any sips. If you can't, take two sips. Or if you can name a novela, mm -hmm. or okay. if you can't name a novela, take two sips or whatever. So they're like a little it. bit more like generalized. And then there is a Spanish version, and then they have um, like updated decks. So there's the original card deck, and then they have like a supplementary deck. What's the price point on these? If I remember correctly, if memory serves me right, it's a, it's roughly $20 or okay. under. So it could make Fair. for, you know, if your budget is greater, you can do several as a stocking mm -hmm. stuffer. Mm -hmm. But if your budget is a cat budget, then you can do just one set of cards <laughs> as a gift. <laughs> and it'll be nice. Fine. Or if you're having a group of people, you can split the cost, split the Venmo cost. some people, do whatever you got to do and, and uh, have the game for a group. And the online quarantine edition is even less expensive oh, because nice. all you have to do is download the file and print them out yourselves. Oh, nice. I so, like that. Thanks, Kat. That was fun. fun. <sighs> that was a lot of sips. And, you know, this was perfect for Episodio 21 because technically <gasps> the podcast is old enough to drink. We can drink. <laughs> oh, it's our birthday. Let's go to Vegas. Wait, we can't. Oh. Mm. Oh, thanks, Kat. This was nice. Uh, this this was a much needed just smile for things that have been going on in the past like month. It's been for a both of us. Like, there's been some. You know what? Somebody walked by and like threw a bottle of Mad Dog in the trash fire that was already burning, and that's where we're at in December Truth. of 2020. Very true. So hopefully this has been also lighthearted for our Pocha podcast listeners who may have also been going through a couple extra things within the past, you know, month or year. Um, and it's sometimes difficult to be able to celebrate the holidays the way that we maybe normally would have. So this could have been some lightheartedness to at least get through the next 15 to 10 days until Christmas. I yes know. counting Don't so binge selena let us know what you think um if you hate it you know watch the movie <laughs> listen to some old songs get your vibe back get yourself a freak tree we want to see pictures if you have one already or if there's that one ornament that's like one of these ornaments is not, not like, like the others or a tradition some tradition that you do that's the big f you to you know whatever else is happening to trying to put a smile on your face and get through this power through this that's right aguantate yes and a selfie if you were playing along with the tragos game or if you <laughs> were going to that would be great and i know i've been so bad i owe stickers to people people have messaged and asked for stickers um so we promise we have stickers we can just get them too we yeah. have stickers i need to mail them out i literally have them sitting in a file with the letters printed out i just need to address the envelopes and send them out i will do that this week okay we'll hold you to that yes and you can find us on all of the socials yes so except for tiktok obviously we're not well, <laughs> that's not where we're at but no. we're on instagram we're on facebook we're on twitter somewhat on twitter mostly I, I reply to some of the things that Tanya Sarracho um, posts because I love her to pieces. So <laughs> we can talk about that again. And this she's has, doing all the big things. I know, I know. Diosa. So this has been the Pocha Podcast, Episodio 21. I'm Kat. I am Charlene. Celebrate the way that you need to. Amen. <laughs>